What's up, Des Moines? This is the Fit Moines Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Doc Brian Ladd. On this podcast, we're going to talk about all things related to health and wellness in Des Moines. We'll interview clinicians and coaches from around the metro to get to know them and learn how we can continue to lead long, active, and healthy lifestyles. Let's get started. The Fit Moines Podcast is sponsored by Kaizen Health and Wellness. At Kaizen, we help active people in the Des Moines area get out of pain, become injury-free, and back to the sports and activities they love. We do this by working on four different areas. That is, movement, nutrition, sleep, and stress management. When we optimize these four areas, you not only feel better, but you move better, and you can continue to live your best life. Head to kaizenhealthandwellness.com to learn how we can help you get back to doing the things you love. What's up, Des Moines? Doc Lad here with the Fit Moines Podcast. Today, I have Sarah Outlaw with Natural Health Improvement Centers. How's it going, Sarah? Good. How are you, Brian? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Let's um, let's get started by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and what you do now. Yeah, sure. So I am a nutritionist and herbalist, and I specifically do a method of muscle testing called nutrition response testing, which is a non-invasive way of getting to the root cause of symptoms without using needles or doing vaccines or anything like that. So we're able to actually get to the root cause of people's health issues very quickly and easily with our patients. Awesome. Where did uh, where did the nutrition response testing come from? Like, what's the history of that? Uh, well, have you ever heard of apl- applied kinesiology, muscle testing, that kind of thing? I've, that, I've heard of it, yeah. yeah. So it came out of chiropractic, really, with a need to find something that was a way to talk to the body's innate immune system or the innate uh, system of the body. So what was happening is people were getting adjusted and their adjustments weren't holding like they were at the turn of the century. And they realized that the autonomic nervous system is running on nutrition and there's a nutritional piece to that. So sure. muscle testing is direct pressure applied to a muscle group of the body. And we're actually able to get information from the innate part of the body, the innate intelligence of the body and find out what's going on very easily. Interesting. So do you have, um, do you have chiropractors that you work with as well or? I don't in my office. I do. I'm strictly nutrition, but a lot of the people who do what I do are chiropractors, but more and more of us are nutritionists, dietitians, people who are, it's so nutritional based. And while chiropractors yeah. do have nutritional training way more than a medical doctor does. I think that nutritionist definitely has an edge because that's all of our training is all, you know, biochemistry and nutrition and physiologic physiology, supplementation, all those types of things. So we're able to really hone in on the nutrition piece of everything. Gotcha. Could you take a minute just to explain the difference between, um, like a nutritionist herbalist, uh, nutrition response testing, and then say like, functional medicine and um there's another one i'm thinking of. i can't think of it. <laughs> you know just like the different fields i mean there's dietitians there's functional medicine there's nutrition response testing can you kind of explain the difference between all those yeah well the end goal for everybody should be the same is to get their patients better i feel yeah. like dietitians yeah, are way more mainstream so dietitians would be trained in more hospital care uh, nursing home care, more medical minded. So yeah. a dietetics, dietetics training is more standard American diet, 
uh, counting calories, low fat, all that kind of thing. So really not where my wheelhouse is. Yeah. Uh, an herbalist is a completely different modality. It's all about herbs. It's all about processes of the body that can be healed with herbs. Doesn't really deal a whole lot with nutrition. There wasn't a whole lot of nutrition training in the herbal program that I went through. I went through a two-year herbal program as well, which is what the, was the equivalent of a master's degree. And then the nutritionist program that I specifically went through was through New York Chiropractic College. And that's a master's program. And that was all very high science, uh, lots of biochemistry, all those types of things, really getting into the way the body works. So we really know what nutrition does to the body, how it works and why. Uh, nutrition response testing is a postgraduate program okay. that is out of a school in Florida. And that is a technique. That's all that is. It's, yeah. uh, it was an 18-month, I think it was 18, yeah, 18 month program on learning a specific technique. That's sure. nutrition based. So they're all very different. Functional medicine, they do a lot of blood work. They do a lot of diagnostic testing. They do um, organic acids tests. They do urinalysis. They do saliva testing, hair analysis, mineral, those types of things more so than anything. So they're super hyper-focused on the testing, the testing, the testing, uh -huh. which can be good. So I like a combination. So I have people bring in a lot of their blood work and bring in any tests that they have. And I am I am trained in functional medicine, so I can do all those things. So mm -hmm. we just kind of take everything together. But the muscle testing is a real-time analysis. So I can get in 30 seconds information that's going to take somebody a minimum of $5,000 and a couple of weeks of time to find out through blood work. And it matches up every time. So it's way easier, way more efficient, way cheaper, and people get better. Yeah. And I would imagine, like, I mean, people are dynamic. So that's that's going to change, right? So if you yeah. bring the same person in one time and two weeks later, it's going to look different, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could look different. And that's what I always tell people with the blood work is that if you're relying on blood work as your end-all, be-all, your blood changes and think of something like Lyme disease, which is a super controversial subject, but something that we have handled thousands of times in our practice because it, it's, I mean, that was my main thing is I had Lyme disease. Lyme disease specifically does not stay in the blood for very long. It goes out and then it can't be detected. So we have people getting Lyme testing, blood testing, and it's coming back negative, but they actually have it, but it's not in the blood anymore. Okay. Left. So those are the things that we look for. So the muscle testing, we look in the tissues, the muscles, we look in the organs, we're finding things in the blood everywhere. So it's way more comprehensive than just strictly doing blood work. Okay. Was it that experience with Lyme disease that got you into the health field? It was, but I didn't know that's what I had at that point. I had a lot of health issues. Even when I was a kid, I had a lot of digestive issues when I was a kid. Um, I come from an Italian family. We ate a lot of spaghetti and especially on Sundays, I remember just being in agony and, you know, laying on my stomach after I would eat just, um, yeah. lots of digestive issues, horrible digestive issues in college. They got worse and worse and worse. Ended up uh, moving to Germany. My husband was in the military and had to get some vaccines and I didn't know anything about vaccines. I just, I didn't know anything. So I let them give me all these vaccines when I went to Germany and immediately my health started crashing out and started an autoimmune process in my body and things just went downhill from there. So 
I lived in the Pinelands of New Jersey as a kid. I'm sure I was bitten by numerous ticks. Maybe didn't even know. I mean, I had really long, thick hair that when I was a kid. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Little ticks, you would never know. Sure. But that was probably the root cause. So I had Epstein Barr. I had Lyme disease. I had severe adrenal issues. Um, was borderline Hashimoto. So I had done my entire program and then a functional medicine doctor said, Hey, let me do your blood work just because she was experimenting with me. Basically when she was new at it. And yeah. I said, yeah. So she's like, wow. She's like, if your blood work looks like this, if your uh, inflammatory markers look like this now, and you've already been doing your health journey for all these years, you were full blown Hashimoto. She's like, I don't even doubt it for a minute. So I never got an official diagnosis of Hashimoto's, but I was super symptomatic of that. Okay. And Hashimoto's is when the thyroid starts to attack. It's an autoimmune thyroid process. And you basically are hyperthyroid, then hypo, then hyper, then hypo. You're basically like a ping pong ball. You uh, don't know what end is up. And that was my life for a couple of years of just trying to figure out what is wrong with me. Doctors just wanted to put me on an antidepressant. They're like, you're just depressed. I'm like, no, I'm not. I was yeah. fine until this happened. And all of a sudden, boom. But that's what happens, isn't it? Don't you hear that from your clients? Like they come in and they're like, I had all this testing done and I, everybody says I'm fine, but I've got all this pain. I've got all this. Well, what is it? Yeah. Nobody gives them any answers. Right. Yeah. No, that's super common. I mean, even, I mean, just, just like you explained, but even in the orthopedic world, like people come in all the time, oh, they, we did this, this, and this is, you know, they said nothing's wrong, but I'm still in pain and these things are still going on. And so that's, yeah, you know, finding that digging deep and finding that uh, root cause of it. That's super important. Um, yeah. So then how did you go from like working with the functional medicine doctor, healing that, and then like getting into practice for yourself? I moved to California in 2003 and I started a holistic moms network chapter. I was a really young mom in my early twenties at that point. Mm -hmm. And I wanted a group of people who were more like-minded. I was really learning a lot of things about holistic living and natural living. And I started this group and a nutrition response testing practitioner was one of our speakers. And at that point in time, I was pretty sick. I had uh, migraines all the time. I had, my skin was horrible. I had like cystic acne all on my jaw, like hormonal cystic acne, jawline, yeah. neck, all these, it is not like trying to do my best, but I just wasn't hacking it. Yeah. And, and so she said, listen, I can help you. And I said, okay. So I started on my journey with her. Less than three months later, we ended up moving back to my home state of New Jersey at that point. Okay. And I didn't have anyone like her near me. Fast forward a few years later, and I was asked by my chiropractor in New Jersey to be a herbal nutritional consultant for him because that's what that was my education at that point. Gotcha. And I said, yeah. And I looked at his shelves and I said, oh, you use standard process. I've used them, but just as a patient. And he's like, well, I would like you to promote these products for me. I said, well, I need to get some more education on this because I only know them as what I've taken them as a patient. I don't know how to promote them as a practitioner. Yeah. So I found out where to go to school for nutrition response testing, which is in Florida. I found out uh, where I could get a more education. So I started my master's program. I also started an advanced herbal program. So everything happened at that one point. I started in his practice and my practice in his practice exploded. It was, I couldn't believe how fast people were just trusting little old me, little old stay at home mom me with you know, this little herb, this little bit of education. Yeah. I had a certified health coach and a couple other things, but man, like people were desperate. People were like, we need you. We need you. So I ended up starting that practice and within a year I had to open my own, my own practice because we grew so quickly wow. and then we just expanded. And then something really cool happened uh, three years ago, actually this time 
of the year, three years ago, my standard process rep, who was my rep in New Jersey, moved to Des Moines. And he texted me to give me his new number and say, hey, you know, how are you? That kind of thing. And he said, hey, would you be interested in opening a satellite office in Des Moines? And I was like, what? Are you insane? <laughs> I literally just bought a farm in New Jersey. I, my practice was exploding like crazy. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, why would I do that? I have four kids. Why would I travel back and forth? He's like, well, you can come like twice a month or like every week at the, I'm like, what? No, I can't do that. So I talked to my husband about it. And he said, listen, this is a really good opportunity. Yeah. He's like, well, why, why does he want you to come? And I said, he told me that there's nobody in Des Moines or even Iowa who does this modality. There's nobody who does nutrition response testing here. You could bring something amazing. And because he was going out and seeing all these chiropractic accounts because he's a standard process rep, he was actually seeing a need for this. Like the yeah. chiropractors were pretty much straight chiropractors. They weren't doing enough nutrition. There was a need. So I said, yes, start a marketing Natural Health Improvement Center of Des Moines in November with a a start date of it's supposed to be June of 2018 because I was going to be teaching a big seminar out here in May and then launching. Yeah. Well, we had so much of a response, people calling me on my cell phone in tears saying, I prayed for you to come here. We're, we wow. really need like all that like craziness. And so yeah. we ended up having to open in February. I came out in January. <laughs> my rep actually helped me find, find a location. He was great in helping do all that thing, those type of things. We set up the office in January of 2018. Start date was February 15th. I was already three months booked out before I stepped foot in the state. Wow. And it's been like that ever since. And we have been growing and growing. And at that uh, point, I became the Midwest trainer for nutrition response testing and start training other local practitioners. So now there are more of us here in the yeah. Des Moines area. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple in Clyde. We have one in Norwalk. We have a couple in Ankeny. So we're spreading, which is great. When I mean, we have a chiropractic, uh, we have a chiropractic practice pretty much on every corner in Iowa, right? It's like, yeah. I feel like they're everywhere. Oh, they're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So why not have nutrition like this on every corner as well? Because there are so many people that we can help. So it's been a, cr a really crazy journey, but, um, and now I moved here. So if you don't know, I mean, I'm sure your listeners will probably know by now. I actually yeah. moved my entire family here. I bought a farm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I built a farm, actually. So we moved all my animals out here. I have six horses and cats and dogs and moved everybody here. So we've been physically in Des Moines, all of us as a family, since since July. And it's been quite the adventure. So um, but just getting people better and trying to grow our practice more. COVID, obviously, is an issue. You yeah. Know, people are a little more timid so we actually right. had to figure out how to do things virtually yeah so we ended up going i have a whole new virtual practice now i can actually do something called remote muscle testing where i can actually muscle test over a video uh with somebody and i'm able to figure things out that way so i have a whole new open door of being able to help people who aren't even local to us so it's been yeah. a pretty cool adventure over the last few years yeah that's interesting how's the how's that remote muscle testing work um because i uh, during COVID too i i kind of switched everything to telehealth and you know a lot of the patients i already had didn't really want to do it and they i think there was just a lot of misunderstanding and people just didn't know how you could do physical therapy yeah via telehealth uh, and i mean once you know i got a couple people on here and we we did some things and you, there's a lot you can do exercise wise mm -hmm. or even exam wise. I can, you know, I don't have to do everything hands on. Some things are very helpful if we can get hands on. Right. Some things are needed, but there's so much we can do without it. So could you explain just how, like how your process is remotely? Yeah. Can I take a couple minutes to explain 
the nutrition response testing process as a kind of a background. I think yeah, absolutely. Yeah, please. Okay. So yeah. if you think of the autonomic nervous system, so if, if someone listening is not familiar with the autonomic nervous system, basically it's the system that runs your body. It does all the things that you don't have to think about doing on a daily basis, like making your eyes blink, your heartbeat, your lungs breathe. There are two main parts that we test in our testing. The sympathetic part of the nervous system is your body's gas pedal. It's all the active things your body does, like moving, talking, heart rate, blood pressure, stress response. You also have the parasympathetic part of the nervous system, which is the brake pedal, which is mostly resting, digesting, and healing. So two very different jobs. They have to work together to run your body well. They run on your, your nutrition. Yeah. If your nutrition isn't right for you, body doesn't work well together. The organs start to dysfunction. They get very unhappy, and they start to get symptoms. Once you have a symptom, that's been something going on in your body for a while. The body finally says, hey, I can't fix this. You fix it. So that's where we come in. So my job sure. is to get into the system, find out what's going on at the root cause of the symptoms, and fix that. So muscle testing specifically is if you think of somebody who has hypothermia, when they come out of the cold water, fingers and toes and arms and legs are numb because all the energy, blood flow, and circulation leaves what you can live without, fingers and toes, to protect what you can't for as long as possible like your heart, your liver, and your lungs, right? Yeah. So if I am standing in front of you, I'm not under any stress. If you push on my arm, I can resist you. Just like if I push on your arm, you could push back and you can resist me. We have strength in our muscles and our arms. Uh -huh. but if there's something going on with an organ like my heart, and you push on my heart and my arm at the same time, my arm would actually collapse because all the energy, blood flow, and circulation would leave the expendable extremity to move towards that affected stress out area. Just like if you touch a hot stove, you don't have to think about your hand burning. It just moves out of the way automatically. Yeah. That's how your body works together to protect itself. So with muscle testing, all we do is if we're, not, if we're doing it in person, we use the arm as a strength indicator, push on each organ of the body. If the arm stays strong, there's no stress. If the arm goes weak, there's some kind of stress we have to find. So we write down all the weak areas. We find the one that's the weakest, and then we have to figure out why. So we have something called stressor kits. In the stressor kits are little vials that have liquid representations of what they say. So instead of doing an allergist version of a scratch test or a patch test, we do a non-invasive muscle test to find out what's going on. So we test for food sensitivities. We test for immune system challenges, specifically bacteria, viruses, bacteria, uh, funguses, and parasites. And we test for over 50 different each of metals and chemicals. So once we determine if you have any of those stressors affecting your organs, we're able to find the exact right nutritional corrections for them to start to feed the autonomic nervous system, which if you remember, we said runs on nutrition, Yeah. and then your body starts to self-heal. So to do it remotely is a little bit harder to explain because yeah. <laughs> you have to kind of like Open your mind a little bit and think up, well, if you pray, how does prayer work? If you talk on the phone, how does the phone, how does it work? Like, wh how does your light automatically turn on when you flip the switch? Like, how does energy work? How does all of that work? How does physics work? If I have a tuning fork in one hand and I flick it and you have a tuning fork over there and you just have it sitting there, eventually the sound from my tuning fork will reach yours. That's physics. That's you know, we have law of thermodynamics. We have all these natural laws that we follow. Well, remote muscle testing works with natural law, with physics, with quantum physics. So if I'm sitting in front of you, Brian, and I want to muscle test you, all I have to do is use my own muscles of my own body. I can put my, my middle finger, my thumb together and, and uh, both hands and, and link them. And I can actually 
ask yes or no questions and get accurate information from you asking questions about you. This has been actually proven in scientific studies at Oxford. So all of the things that I'm talking about, they've actually done double-blind studies on all of this. So people are like, oh, that's a bunch of hooey. I'm like, nope, they've actually done clinical yeah. trials and they've done all these things and testing and um, journal articles on all of this. There's a ton of them. Yeah. So and I, I often post them on my on my social media sites. But I can go through an entire body scan. I can sit here myself and I can use my finger and I can say, okay, and I can go through frontal brain, top of head, crown, cerebellum, any of these areas weak, I can go through an entire body scan. I can find the stressors and the nutrition. It takes me about 45 minutes or so to do a whole scan. Works amazing. And then we've actually done our own trials where we have done it with remote and then had them come in. And then we, yeah. we and I put the uh, remote, you know, the, what I did remotely away so I didn't remember and then redid it and it was exactly the same in person right. or remotely. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's energy is energy. It doesn't matter. So, and I'm a science girl. I'm like, I love science. <laughs> I like the facts. I like, I can, you know, run you around the Krebs cycle. I can talk to you about organic acids and my, biochemistry all day long. So for me, it took a while to wrap my brain around that. Yeah. You know, and somebody said, well, do you have faith? I'm like, yeah, of course I have faith, but I have faith and I'm pushing your arm and I'm feeling the response. I don't know if I have faith that if I'm using my own strength here, that's going to mean anything. So it took me a while, but really COVID is what threw us into it. We're like, we have to do this. We have people that can't come in right. or won't come in and they need help. Yeah. So um, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. People that can't, uh, like you said, need help and can't wait, right? They need it now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so then once, so after you do your testing and you figure out the the root cause and what's going on, then where do you go from there? What's it look like afterwards if you're a patient? Yeah. So we do an initial consultation and we go through and find out exactly what's going on with the person. We, we design a root cause nutrition program, usually about four, four different supplements that are whole food nutrition from standard process, sometimes herbs from Mediherb maybe homeopathic. We put it together. We only do four, five at the most, but we really want a small program just to yeah. handle the stressors. They sign up for a program. They come back in. We usually do our visits twice a month. So you come in about every other week for a follow-up visit for about six months. Six months is our initial program. The reason why we do that is four months is a normal healing cycle for the body when all the red blood cells kind of replace themselves. So we want to give you a buffer and give you a good six months some people are great at six months and some people, their bodies need more than one healing cycle. I needed uh -huh. about five. <laughs> so uh -huh. my system, it took me a couple of years to get where I needed to be. So basically you're signing up for a six month program with us, committing to six months. Just give us six months and then we'll evaluate and see where you are. By the time they're done the six months, they're already feeling better, if not feeling awesome. So they, they continue. So then we have them go on what we call maintenance, which is usually once a month starting out once a month and they do maybe every six weeks then every eight weeks and every three months, that type of thing. But once you're a patient with us, most of our patients, they want to stay patients for life because we do a lot of preventative care as well. Yeah. So they just are coming in for seasonal checkups. They come in every few months, the change of season, get their nutrition checked. We look for nutritional deficiencies and imbalances, right? So we're looking, do you have enough vitamin D? Do you have enough vitamin B? Do you need uh, cod liver oil? What do you need right now? Do you yeah. have seasonal allergies? Well, I'm going to be looking at your liver. So if you're coming into me in the spring or the fall, I'm saying, okay, I'm going to look at see what organ is involved in your allergies because you should not be sneezing all day long. 
it's not normal. Not everybody is. How come you are? So we ask the, the questions that we ask are, why do you think this is normal <laughs> yeah. to have a headache every day or to be sneezing? So, and we do so much education, Brian. We are literally constantly putting out content, both on social media, blogs. Yeah. I have two blogs that I run, Real Life Outlaw, and I also run the Natural Health Improvement Center blog. And we're constantly putting out content because it's so important to teach your clients how to fish on their own rather mm -hmm. than feeding them all the time. So we give so much free information out there every day just to make sure that they're getting an actual factual source, just not hearing stuff on the media and the news. Oh, Dr. So-and-so said I should maybe take some vitamin D or take some vitamin C. Yeah. So I'm just going to willy-nilly go to the CVS and buy some of this and start taking it. But they don't know if that's what they need, right? Right. So we're really trying to change the paradigm, change the healthcare paradigm in our community and really yeah. get people to start thinking on their own that maybe there's something besides traditional medicine for their daily life. Yeah. 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 yeah like you mentioned, I mean um... – People get so stuck in their ways, I guess. Like, you know, they get, like in my case, as a physical therapist, people just get used to being in pain all the time and they, they think that's normal. And just like allergies, yeah. like you shouldn't have allergies all the time. Why are you feeling this way? That's not normal. You need to figure out what's going on. Um, and I've had a lot of patients come in lately that say allergies are really bad. So it sounds like a lot of them need to come see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we find it's it's always the liver. There's something going and most of the time in the spring it's the liver and in the fall it's more gallbladder because they work yeah. together. Gallbladder yeah. and uh, liver are yin and yang to each other. So when one kind of goes, the other one goes, they they mirror each other. So yeah. we just go right to them and we just check the organs. If they're weak, we handle them. We do a lot of liver support, a lot of gallbladder support. We have allergy relief support that can help with symptoms while we're getting to the root cause and cleaning things up. We're not detoxing. One of my associate practitioners in New Jersey, because I still have my practice there, posted this morning that someone who has no nutrition background had said to her that we don't have to do anything detox-wise for our liver and our kidneys, that our bodies can detox themselves without any help. And that's not true. That We're supposed to, but unfortunately, we have such an onslaught of, you know, environmental toxins, the food that we eat, the things that we drink. I mean, people are drinking yeah. monster drinks and drinking coffee all day long and with, you know, chemical creamers and they're not drinking any water. We have to take the time to clean out our detox pathways. Sometimes we can't even put people on nutrition when they first come in because their detox pathways are literally slammed shut. They can't detox. Yeah. So if we put the nutrition on them, they can't even, their bodies won't accept it. So we actually have to clean out the system. So that notion of not ever needing to detox is completely false. And that's why so many people have allergies is because their bodies, everything backs up. So the liver gets clogged up. Everything starts to go up. So you have asthma, allergies, all sorts of things in the lungs because your body's trying to get rid of something. So we've reversed asthma. we reverse eczema, allergies autoimmune, you name it, it just gets stopped and reversed because we just fix the body. Yeah. Where does, like in your plan of care, where does exercise play into all of this? Movement is very important. Movement is really important for the lymphatic system. Uh, it's important for the muscles, the joints, just overall cardiovascular health. So we really encourage our patients. Most of the people that come in have a lot of adrenal and thyroid and hormonal issues so they can't do a whole lot of 
strenuous exercise, at least in the beginning, because they feel terrible afterwards. They basically feel like they need to take to go to sleep instead of getting that adrenaline rush, that endorphin release. They don't, they feel worse. So we have them do movement, like do yoga, do stretching, do your own weight bearing exercises, do, you know, squats, do uh, Pilates is one of my favorites, just lots of different things to really just move the body, go for walks and then work up. A lot of people, they want to think they have to do those P90Xs or Insanity or these crazy hour-long workouts, and they have to do it every single day, and they're killing themselves, and they're gained, actually gaining weight because their adrenals are dumping cortisol everywhere, and they're, they're miserable. So we just really teach them that, yes, movement is a huge part of our program. Exercise is a huge part, but do it the right way. Do it the safe way. Good. Yeah. Awesome. Now, if there was like one health tip that you could give people to do right now, what would that be? Besides getting nutrition response testing done, <laughs> I feel like that's the number one thing. I was going to make a video about that, and then I didn't the other day. If there was one thing you could do for your health, is on if that is the truth. Is get test, get nutritional testing done because you really don't know what you need until you have the testing done because you're basically, it's just hit or miss otherwise. Sure. That was my, that was my story. I thought I was doing everything right. I was soaking and sprouting my grains. I was making milk kefir, water kefir, my own kombucha. I was, you know, having raw milk. I was eating just egg yolks, all these things that I was doing from this healthy perspective. And I was still the sickest person that I knew at that point. I couldn't get myself better because it was all hit or miss. I wasn't addressing the root cause. So all of us go out and we buy vitamins for ourselves. We do all of these things and we're just not, it just doesn't cut it. We still feel awful and we spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on things. So getting the testing done is a way to save some money, obviously, because you're not going to buy all those things you don't need and find out exactly what foods are you sensitive to? Do I really have to go completely paleo and not ever eat a grain again? Or can I just maybe not eat wheat for a little while and yeah. still have some oats or some barley or, you know, those types of things. It's such a eye-opening experience to know for sure if you've got bacteria in your gut that's not supposed to be there or if you have, you know, something in your colon that's not supposed to be there. Parasites. I could run an entire parasite practice. Because yeah. there's so many people that have parasites and don't realize it. Yeah. So wow. really, that's the only thing I can think of that would be my that would be my best tip is just get it done because everything else you're just going to be kind of running in a hamster wheel because you don't really know if that's the right thing for you. Sure. And to touch on that too, um, we've talked before, and you mentioned uh, like wheat, for example, and getting away from some of those grains. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we're getting rid of them for a little while doesn't mean you have to get rid of them forever, correct? Right. Yeah, because food sensitivities are a symptom. So if you're having reactions to food, unless it's an anaphylactic type of thing, it's actually a symptom of something else going on. So what we do is we find what is the cause of that symptom. And it's always an immune system challenge. So if you come up as a with a wheat sensitivity, for example, I'm looking for viruses, parasites, bacteria, fungus, what's pushing that? Because that's the symptom. So if we can get rid of the immune system issue, the food sensitivity goes away. So what we do is we wean you off of the foods. We do about a 90-day elimination of them. And then we retest and see if you're able to have them again. And most of the time, people can. And there's a big difference between a wheat sensitivity and a gluten sensitivity. Most of our patients are actually sensitive to wheat in general. It's not the gluten that is the problem. It's just the grain and what's been done to it, junky wheat. So, you know, just things that aren't good. 
Most of our patients can have healthier forms of wheat. So einkorn from from Italy, Jovial brand is a good one. They can have that. They can have sprouted grains, but they just can't have the junky wheat. Um, Dairy is a huge one that we see as well. White sugar, obviously. Corn, huge, which is a shame because Iowa is, you know, corn country. But corn is very inflammatory and it's cross-reactive. So people who are sensitive to wheat most likely are, are sensitive to corn as well. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Sarah, this has been absolutely awesome. Uh, is there anything else that you want people to know either about yourself or about Natural Health Improvement Center? Just that we are here to help. We're here in this community for the long haul. We're just here to help everybody here in the surrounding areas. We have people that come in. We have people that fly in from other states to see us. And now we do the virtual as well to kind of minimize people having to travel. But if you have any symptoms, that means that there's something else going on. And I really encourage you just to come in and just get the testing. There's no obligation. When people come in, they can get all the testing done. They get the report of findings. And if they don't want to continue, that's fine. At least they know what's going on. So just coming in, getting the testing done and just knowing that we're here and we'll be here. Now, if people want to find out more about you and about your practice, how can they do so? We are all over social media. So facebook.com forward slash NHIC Des Moines or Instagram. We're at NHIC Des Moines, uh, com. You can email us at info at com, or obviously go to our website and we have a contact form there. You can call us. All of our information is on our social media and our website, but it's pretty easy to find us, especially on social media. We're really active on there. Yeah. This has been great, Sarah. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. If you want to learn more about today's guests or about Kaizen Health and Wellness and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free for life, head over to kaizenhealthandwellness.com to learn more.